Welcome back to another episode of Day Drinking with Dougie. This is another bonus episode, a shots episode where we teach something and these things are designed to be shared, so feel free. I'm your host, Dougie, and with me today is my oldest son, Amir. Amir, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? Yes. What has been your favorite part of 2022 so far? Mm, I'm not sure. Not sure? Okay. Well, hopefully something great happens for you this year. Yes. <laughs> okay. So, you have no idea what this episode is about, right? No. Not a clue? No. Okay. So, this episode is about the thing that you wanted most for Christmas. Do you want to tell everybody what that was? Yes. Okay, go ahead. What I wanted most for Christmas was a top hat. Yep, a top hat. (laughs) And what did you get? I got a top hat. A custom handmade top hat from Hatman Jacks down on Douglas here in Wichita, Kansas. If you guys are locals, go check him out because he's amazing. Does great work. So this episode here is all about, not all about, well, I mean, it's all about top hats. But it's not the complete through and through history. Okay. So I'll give kind of brief history, some fun facts, and some interesting things about the top hat. And if people want to do some more research, do some more research and see what else there is to be learned about top hats. Yes. Sound good? Yes. All right. Let's jump into it. The first appearance of the top hat was January 15th, 1797. So it's a pretty old invention, 1797, which is, what, 21 years after the creation of America? Makes sense to me. Right? Yes. That was 1776 was, yeah, okay, so, yeah. A top hat is a tall hat made of beaver and covered in black silk. Now, I don't think that that's what it's made from exclusively today. Maybe so. I don't know. I didn't look into that. But the original top hat was made of beaver and covered in silk. I mean, it could be now. Could be. I'm sure I'm sure there's probably some people out there that are like traditionalists and they want their, their top hat to be made of beaver. Which is fine because that's what it originally was. You know what I mean? Yes. Okay. So, this was a special day. January 15th. 1797 not just because of the invention of the top hat but the chaos that ensued after the invention of the top hat now that's a little confusing because you wouldn't associate top hats with with chaos would you no i wouldn't because when i think of top hat i think of a very distinguished wealthy man just some sort of business owner or he's like the face of monopoly or something right yes So, on this day, January 15th, 1797, John Hetherington, who was the maker of the hat, he was a local haberdasher who created the hat. You know what a haberdasher is? No. Most people don't. It's a a pretty antiquated term. A haberdasher is basically somebody that owns a business that deals in men's clothing and or sewing items, but mostly men's clothing. And it would be men's clothing like suits, ties, hats, cufflinks, shoes, accessories, and things like that. You know, maybe a monocle here and there. Who knows? Who knows? So on that day in 1797, Mr. 
Hetherington. So that's a mouthful of a name. Hetherington. Hetherington. Heather. <laughs> Wanted to go for a walk to show off his new creation, which is when the commotion began. So he created this hat by himself, a local haberdasher, and decided that he was just going to go for a stroll and show off this thing that he made. Okay, so that's probably when some started out. Yeah, but okay, so without giving away anything more, what do you what what sort of chaos do you think could come out of a top hat and showing off a top hat? What do you think could happen? I think someone would just notice think it's super cool tell other people about the crazy new invention of a hat and then get more and more people and people would try and buy that top hat and there'd only be a limited yeah supply that i i love where your head is at because that is what somebody would want to take place with the creation that they they just came up with and they wanted to be, they wanted to take the world by storm so I love your positivity. Unfortunately, that's not what took place that day in 1797. What actually took place was as soon as he began his walk, it was said that women fainted, dogs were barking, people fought in the streets, and children began to shout at the man. There was even a report from that day that claimed a child's arm was broken in all the panic. So for whatever reason, well, I, I know the reason, but it doesn't make sense, but I'll, I'll tell you the reason here in a second. The people saw the hat and began to panic for whatever reason, which is a bizarre thing to do. I've never in my 30 years of existence and you're 13 years old, like you've got some, you've got a few years under your belt. I've never seen anybody faint personally. Have you? Mm, no. Yeah, me either. So I've never seen anybody faint, let alone at the sight of a hat, a hat that's just slightly taller than some other hats, right? It doesn't make any sense. Oh, no, his hat's bigger than mine. Yeah, and it scared people for whatever reason. And people were fighting, dogs were barking, and a kid got his arm broken. And ultimately, it led to the arrest of John Hetherington. Now, most people wouldn't see it going there. And rightfully so. That's a ridiculous thing to happen. You create a hat and you got arrested for the, for the panic that took place afterwards. It's kind of crazy. wonder what happened to the next guy that made one. After something like that happens, I don't think that there's a guy really chomping at the bit to make another one. You know what I mean? After you saw what happened to the first guy, he's probably like, ah, no, I'm probably going to make a different type of hat. You know, that guy probably made like the beanie or something, you know, who knows? Anyways, ultimately he was arrested for this indecent act. Essentially. The reason for the arrest was quote, he was wearing a tall structure, having a shiny luster and, and was calculated to frighten timid people. So they, they thought that he made this hat and was wearing this hat to try to frighten people on the street. They thought the creation of this hat was like a, um, a malicious act for whatever reason, which is kind of a weird conclusion to jump to, but that's what they thought. They thought that he was trying to be chaotic himself. They thought that he just had bad intention with what he was doing, 
essentially. I don't think a hat's going to do it. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, no, I don't think a hat is going to do it either, but this was also, what, 200 and some odd years ago? 230 years ago? Two, I mean, yeah, it, two, 235 years ago? If it was like a simple knife, I think some people might get a little bit worried, but a hat's just... Yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't make sense. I'll I'll give you that, and I don't think anybody's gonna argue in present day that what took place that day made sense. But let's take a quick ad break, and we'll come back, and I'll tell you what was the ultimate punishment for this. All right. Okay. Hey, I'm Shari. And I'm Shayna. And we are two curvy models. With a knack for life and family. So come join us on this beautiful journey. Where the chaos never stops. It's going to be so exciting. Shari, Shari and Shayna on all, all platforms. platforms. Now that's S-H-A-R-I. And S-H-A-N-E-A. On, on all, all platforms. After he was arrested... He was forced to pay a bond of 500 pounds, which in American dollars back then would have been equivalent to $676.80. Okay. That's a lot of money for wearing a hat. Can we agree on that? Uh, yeah. Okay. Today, if those figures were adjusted for inflation, that would have been 66,937 pounds that he had to pay. Or converted over to American dollars. Today, if that would have taken place, he would have been paying $90,612.46 for wearing a hat. Okay? Hmm. I feel like we're reading something fake here. I, I wish I was. I wish I was reading something fake, but this is 100% true, man. It w which is even... Even crazier that you would find somebody for wearing something, $90,000, but the fact that it's a hat. It's a hat. Not an obscene hat. It doesn't say anything bad. It doesn't... It's just a hat that's slightly taller than some other hats. I mean... Maybe the shininess was what did it? Because it was covered in silk, so maybe the shiny luster that they talked about? Maybe, maybe that's what it was. Maybe the color or something. It could be. Well, traditionally, top hats are mostly black. Yes. So you don't really... I mean, there are other top hats out there that are different colors. Like you, can, you can find white ones and gray ones and stuff like that. But if you're talking a traditional top hat, they're black and always have been. Yes. You know, which I think is a, I think is a much cleaner look. I think it's a really good look for a top hat, you know? Yes. If you're wearing a, a bright white top hat, I think that maybe you're trying to... Just draw attention to yourself, you know. You want somebody to ask you about your hat. <laughs> you know what I mean? With like a red strap just wrapped around the top. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, Hetherington maintained his innocence and was quoted saying, I was merely exercising my right to appear in a headdress of my own design, a right not denied to any Englishman. Which is true. He didn't do anything wrong. He just made a hat and tried to wear it. After the miserable fail of the first appearance of the top hat, it slowly gained popularity and then plateaued in the mid-19th century. It was then considered standard formal wear for the upper class. So it went from this guy was scum of the earth and needed to pay $90,000 for wearing a hat 
to now the most distinguished and wealthy people in the country. So they find him for no reason at all. Absolutely no reason. Which is unfortunate, right? Yes. Doesn't that's not fair. That things like that shouldn't happen. By the 20th century, people began to dress a little less formal, and the top hat fell out of favor by the 20th century, like I said. Although the top hat has been a go-to accessory for magicians since it was first premiered in 1914 by Luis Comte, who was a Parisian um, magician. So the first usage as using the top hat as an accessory in magic just started just over a hundred years ago. So wrapping things up here, the top hat is making a resurgence, which is where you might be on the forefront of some of this stuff, which is really cool that you wanted something that most kids won't ask for, for Christmas. And that being a top hat, but it just goes to show that, you know, you, you like what you like and yes. nobody should tell you differently. Right. So in 2020, Mark Jacobs debuted two top hats for his spring collection. Mark Jacobs is a really big designer. So in 2020, he was also trying to bring back the top hat because I think it's, I think it's high time. Let's bring back the top hat. Yes. Would you agree? Yes. Would you like to see more people wearing top hats? I would love to see that. That'd be pretty cool. Just seeing people walking down the street with like just a random color of top hat. Yeah. Yeah, I think that'd be really cool to see. Do they have to be wearing suits or can you just wear gym clothes and a top hat? I mean, I don't think it'd be natural to wear that. Like, I think it'd be cool if you just put on like a... Like At least a jacket. A black black clothing or something to match the hat yeah. or some whatever color it is. I can't wear like swim trunks and a top hat. Imagine going swimming. <laughs> All right. Well, there it is. Caps off to the history of the top hat. Yes. <laughs> I just dad joked you. So, sorry for that. Anyways, um, Amir... Why don't you tell people where they can find you? You have your YouTube channel. You want to plug your YouTube channel? Let everybody know where you are? Yes. All right. So plug your YouTube channel and tell them what you're doing over at the YouTube channel. Uh, my YouTube channel is Wertie underscore 22. I make animations like weekly or whenever I have ideas. Yeah, whenever you feel inspired. Can you spell your YouTube channel? W-E-R-T-Y underscore 22. That's right. So anybody that wants to see some really cool animations made by a 13-year-old, which they're amazing. I subscribe. I like every every video. Go check that out. Subscribe to it. Watch the videos. Be entertained and love every second of it. Anything else you want to say before we get out of here? Pretty good. Pretty good? That's what you wanted to say? Okay. Well, well you, you heard it here, people. Pretty good. Um, so they, like I said, if you like these episodes share these shots with somebody somebody that might find it entertaining down in the show notes click the link tree you can find me or you can find all my socials there just click the link tree and i'll take you where you want to go so until next time thanks for listening amir thanks for being here love you man love you too adios amigo Bye. <laughs>